out. I'll move the mic. You're eating, you'll move the mic. Way to start a podcast, everybody. <laughs> I love Kevin Bacon's big dong. Let's just throw that in there. Throw that in there. <laughs> oh, how is everyone? Hope everyone is good. This is the Movie Dummies Wonderful. Podcast. The podcast where dummies talk about movies. I'm Joe, and here with me this week is Shannon. Hello. The Eater. Angela. Hi. And Matt. Hello. And we're just out here, you know, Sleeping. talking about our bullshit. Probably most importantly, the thing we should probably start off talking about, because you guys are just waiting. Cobra Kai season four. Yes. Did you finish it? We, we did. did. What are your thoughts? Did you hate it as much as season three? So season four, I think, Shannon, I don't know how you feel, was better than three. Ow. Because mm. <laughs> I need myself. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know if I can do any more of the Cobra Kai slash drama that this show is giving me. It seemed a little bit less farced. I guess. Well, it had less kids in it. Yeah, but they're setting up so many different kind of like storylines with the season that I know what they're trying to do, but it wasn't as bad as the third. I would definitely agree. Okay, I I got there slowly, but I got there. (laughs) Say to talk it out. No big deal. I'm just wondering, are we going to find out that Miguel's dad is Mike, What is that? whatever his name is from Karate Kid 3? Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. <gasps> I hope so. Mike who? What was that kid's name? Mike, uh, Mike uh, oh crap. What was his name? Mike? Karate kid the kid Karate. that Terry Silver got to harass Daniel to get him to, to uh, re-enter the tournament. To defend his title. Um, I'm looking at that. Oh, crap. Mike. That's going to. That's. Uh, I can't believe I can't come up with it. Yeah, you're the. Mike, so Barnes. Mike, Mike Barnes. Barnes. Mike Barnes. Yes. Um, oh, that guy. What if it's someone from the new. The girl Karate Kid movie? Michael Ironsides? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like the, the little new, the girl one, the jerk dude who, yeah, um, who was mean to Hillary Swank? You mean? Yeah. What if they totally Maybe. cross into that universe? Maybe. I mean, they've said that Hillary, or I thought I read somewhere that Hillary agreed to be part of Cobra Kai. Yep. I don't know if maybe she meets Daniel as a as another um, Miyagi Do student or what. Well, she's but in I, like I DC, kind of right? Her. Huh? She's in Washington D.C. Yeah. So their paths would have to cross in some weird way, which is fine by me. But like, maybe there's a. Term. I mean, I a mean, dude flew all the way from Japan to help Daniel train children, so. That's true, and maybe, um, I don't know, maybe she just hears about the All Valley, maybe she hears about the, the, uh... Miyagi-Do? 
Yeah, Miyagi-Do versus Eagle Fang versus Cobra Kai nonsense and decides to reach out. Or maybe she's the actual celebrity guest instead of Carrie Underwood. (laughs) That would have made more sense. That was wild, right? That was wild, right? The most unnecessary cameo I have ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) So I got tired of everything about the tournament because, like... The guy who was the announcer was fucking awful. Oh, yeah. He was garbage. I hated him. You know? We're going to get this thing started. Chop, chop. You know, just like some of the dumbest bullshit he could spout. He was spouting it. I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like Carrie Underwood singing an 80s song. No. I, I That was wholly unnecessary. I have no idea what they were thinking. I mean, you want to get like, somebody. Yeah, we should definitely get Carrie Underwood in this. Get get like Brandon. What's his face? Uh, you know the guy who is Panic at the Disco. Oh yeah, yeah, Brandon Urie. Yeah, been great. Um, he could sing a Peter Cetera song though. John Goff could. Jonathan Goff, yeah, do it. bring him in. He knows he karate now Peter from Cetera the Matrix song. movie. Yeah, and uh, you know. That Lost in the Woods is basically mm-hmm. a Peter Satara song. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. Did you like the the way the tournament ended? Yes, I really... I kind of had a feeling that's how it was going to end. Did you? I mean, it almost felt like it had to end that way. Well, they wrote it that way, for sure. And mm. they telegraphed that that's the way they were going to write it the entire time. So you're right. It had right. to end that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of foresaw that Silver cheated. You kind of oh, had that feeling to begin with. I didn't well, get sure. that feeling. He that was a nice twist for me. I didn't get that he was cheating that way. I was really hoping the police were going to arrest him at the tournament, but I didn't see the twist of him turning. Selling crease under the... Yeah. yeah. I guess I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I mean, that didn't make any sense. I don't know. I kept telling Joe. I don't know how you guys feel. I was waiting for Daniel to teach them the moves he learned from season three. Right. But then oh, the, yeah, the technique. The technique if yeah. they never want to stop, then... <laughs> the disability insurance moves. Maybe that's going <laughs> to come in season four. Maybe, Maybe Daniel will stop being a fucking asshole by season four. No. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've been enjoying it, but it seems like it's... I don't know if you guys felt this way about the new Star Wars films. It's like they were trying to make it uh, watchable for kids. And I mean episodes 7, 8, and 9 as yeah. far as Star Wars go. They're making like, try and make it watchable for kids, something that kids will enjoy, but also... Um, something that they can... those of us who grew up on the yes, but they're also just failing at both. So mm. yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. From a from a place of nostalgia, from from the place in my heart where I watched Karate Kid, I sleep watch Karate Kid on VHS, you know, for a month straight. I think they're doing just fine catering to the older crowd who love Karate Kid. I am loving. 
I, I'm loving every bit of this, and I don't I don't really care if it's bad. This is hard target for me. Well, I don't have any sort of love for the Karate Kid movies, so I can say, just from a different point of view, um, Matt, you're right. They're definitely going after the teen angst crowd with this. And how do I know this? Because every single one of my students watches this fucking show. They take zero lessons from it, mm-hmm. you know, about like what aggression and you know anger and having toxic relationships will actually do for you. They they take none of those lessons. <laughs> well, uh, no, they're dumb kids who don't need to be taught anything. No, they just saw a kid with tattoos, and now they all want tattoos. Um. Yeah, and they sure. all have, they all have tattoos too. Yep. A bunch of thirteen year old kids at the tattoo parlor. That's distressing. It is. And uh Yeah, so it's season four was a lot better, I think. It it was paced better. I think we started watching this show in season one and what YouTube Red did was made it about Johnny and Daniel, which is all we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And the stuff with the kids was like ancillary. Season two started to split it more half and half. Season three was mostly kids, no Johnny and Daniel. And then season four, it's balancing back towards Johnny and Daniel, which is what we want to see. Right. You know, because like kids will watch a show about adults. Yeah. You know? They can learn something. Just take porn, for example. (laughs) So I think what happened was like they made season one for fans of Karate Kid and then they realized what they had on their hands, so they started making it more broad as they went along. Were, you know, the only thing I guess that comes to my mind was season one, two, and three, ten episodes? Because it was weird that this season had 11. Hit 10. Oh, I thought it was 11. I, I stopped counting. I'm so sorry. Never it mind. did have 10, correct? Huh. Oh, they're gone. Maybe it was yeah. because. I'm too uh, not awake to respond to that. Maybe it's because we were watching them in sections. I lost track of how many. But it was hard for me because I would get on my phone. I was, I'm not a hardcore karate. Every time the kids came on, it was phone time. I was just like, ugh. And as as it's been bearing out, all those kids are getting better. Like, yeah. except for Sam, she's getting worse. Well, she's. I think her character. She's having like a crisis of. of no, I mean as an actress. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her ability ten to ep- act has not grown at all. Mm. Ten, ten episodes. Not very good. Oh, ten. ten episodes. Gotcha. The kid who plays Robbie is getting better. The kid who plays Miguel is really good. Yes, he is. You He's know? gonna be a freaking megastar. Yeah, he'll go do something. The girl who plays Tori has a single note, and she plays it. Very well. Um, I hope she gets to have more depth with her character instead of constantly just being this angry girl. Well, that's what they're introducing with uh, the empathy shown to her by Miss LaRusso. The kid who plays Hawk is not doing well. Oh, no. What do you mean? I just don't think he's... Selling his shit. Oh yeah. Oh. <clears throat> but he did um, say, go on to say that he was not happy with the way they made him jump back to the quote unquote good side. Right. 
So maybe his heart's just not in it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I like the kid who plays Dimitri. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he's grown a lot too. I would have liked. I think I would have preferred him to win the competition, just because it would have been. Uh, but I understand why they wrote Hawk to do it. Yeah, I mean they did. They did make him go quite far, and he did defeat um, some Cobra Kai people. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely showed that the the quote unquote nerds are formidable. Let's speak. Yeah. I'm also a little upset because, like, they introduced this thing in season three, I think, where Daniel's telling them to work on their breathing or something, and Sam can, like, slow down time a little bit. Anticipate the moves coming, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's never used in the tournament. Yeah. They're little bits and pieces. But yeah. Wasn't it used it with her fight against Tori? Nope. Yeah, it was. It was. You're right, Matt. They never showed it the way they showed it in the show, though. Like, no, but they showed... Sure. They used like, a visual language that was never returned to, as if we're just supposed to assume... She, yeah, she's using it. Good. You're using it. Well, No, she had a moment there where she... You're doing it, Peter. Okay, Joe. Never mind. <laughs> Let's get off Cobra Kai. What else did you all get off watch that this snake. Week? Get off that snake! So the only other thing that I that I watched really uh, was the Eternals. I don't know if we want to jump into that. I will mute myself. Okay, we'll text you when you can come back. So I have some. I have a severe issue because we're talking about these things back to back. Okay, back to back. Cobra Kai, the Eternals. Cobra Kai has a one hundred percent score on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yep. I love it. Cobra Kai Season 4 has a 100%. Meanwhile, The Eternals has a 47. Those should not be that way. Because right. The Eternals so, is far superior to Karate Kid. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on that. Okay. What I'm also going to say is that I didn't like it very much. Interesting. Hmm. What's the reason? I, Talk to us. I don't know. It was boring. For me, I I was I I don't even know that I watched two thirds of it very like very attentively. I, it was I, I don't know I, I don't something about these characters did not grab me in, in the slightest. There was a point at which I'm like, wait, did somebody die? I don't I don't I must not have been paying attention. I think I have to watch it again, but I. It did not grab me like any other MCU movie typically does. Mm, interesting. Well, I did tell Joe when we first like finished the movie, and I said, this was really hard for Marvel to do, because I was like, to introduce all these characters and get us to like them all. And I mean, they did it with Guardians. They did, but this yeah, there's is a more larger characters here. group. <laughs> Much larger group, and there's a lot happening and, in this you know, film. There's not pop songs in James Gunn either. It's that's, a totally that's different true. with acerbic wit. This is this was a drama. There's and not it, a lot of comedy in here. No, the tiniest bit, which was much needed. <laughs> the tiniest bit you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very fancy, fancy today. But 
overall, I think Marvel did a good job trying to do what Joe said was the um, Justice League effect or whatever. Because you are introducing all these people into well, a universe. It's what DC can't do. Yeah. They, DC can't do this on any sort of level. And I think, at the very least, Angela, you probably agree that this is more successful than a DC movie in being oh, able yeah, to yeah, create sure. a cogent story. I mean, and, but if you and, don't if you don't buy in, you're not going right. to like and let it. Right. Let me let me be clear. I I don't think the movie's bad. Right. I just I I just didn't like it. I I don't yeah. think. So and maybe got, it's because I don't immediately understand exactly how it ties into the world that we've already established. I, I think, think they, that's the biggest part for me. I think they do a so pretty good not, job at the beginning by mentioning a lot of stuff. They, right, but like so you don't you know, know how it's connected to the other Marvel movies, even. Right. Like, in, you know, they do talk about, you know, they talk about Thanos, they talk about, you know, whatever, but is this, is this the same timeline? Is yes. this the same mm-hmm. time? So, I, I don't know. I guess, why don't the Avengers know about the Eternals? Why weren't well, they, they mentioned do address that at in all? The movie. Do they? Yeah. I, maybe that's part of... Kit Harrington. Maybe that's... Who is a superhero himself that will come to light when you see Blade? Um, Wait, he's you... just a guy. No, he's, he's a supposed superhero. to be just a guy. He's no. not. You did... His family lineage is important. There's a post-credit scene you missed. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't look for any post-credit scene. I was like, oh, it's over. Thank goodness, and I turned it off. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, so Blade, oh. Kit Harrington's character, and a few others, Doctor Strange, I believe, they're part of a different type of Avengers. Like, they're not called okay. the Avengers. They're called the something else. And they, man, my comic lore is rusty. Uh, they, uh, Need Matthew. I think Kit Harrington's the Black Knight. I think that's what his name is. Um, yeah, and they're, they're like a little team-up group, and they're going to be teaming up because in the post-credits scene, uh, you hear Blade. It's Mahershala Ali talking to him. Oh, that'll be fun. They don't show him. And then we know Blade's coming. Mm-hmm. So we know that there will be some time there. We also there, but... see at the end of the film that, what is the rock creature's name or whatever that person is in space with the six eyes? Oh, the... Uh, Arishim. Arishim. Arishim come and he comes and takes... The Eternals, the, yeah. The Eternals off Earth. So it kind of gives you that connection that if... Because they're not supposed to kind of play with What's happening on Earth? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Kit Harrington's character tells them, or asks, and she's like, we were told not to interfere with human events unless it involved these the deviants. So they didn't. Right. So, But in doing that and observing Gemma Chan, so this is one of the reasons why I got it into the movie, is I like everybody in it. Like, I really like Richard Madden. Mm. Um, I really like Camille Nanjiani. And I like Gemma Chan. I didn't know she was in this movie. Uh, she was in this show called Humans that was on the BBC where she was a robot. Mm. Um, and it was really, really good. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. So I, I that's what one of the things that drew me to the movie. But anyways, she explains that observing humanity for all those years helped her realize that this is a world that they need to save. So them not becoming involved and in dictating the terms of how this world would grow is the thing that led to them killing a celestial Sure. Makes sense. And I think there is some ramifications here, right? They're born of celestial energy. Just like Quill was. 
So that so that was going to be my other question is is this celestial are these celestials the same as ego? I would say so, yeah. Yeah. You mean the but, ones that rise but from I the think, planet? But I think I think what's going to end up happening is Quill his his so celestial powers ego, aren't gone. So why does why does ego not know that he is part of a of a greater group of beings? Why does he think he is the only person who exists? That's the part. His name, yeah. Boogie. The name gotcha. alone gives it away. But also, it's a little on the so nose. Special. <laughs> right? He's but, so special. He can't. Yeah. He has. He must be the only being he's, of his yeah. kind. He's blinded by his own arrogance. Hence the name ego. Well, don't they also right, describe but... that the celestial is born of the planet using the planet's energy to yeah. therefore create the universe? It's not like... Well, he's he... also ego the living planet. Maybe he never was birthed. And maybe because of him being so selfish, he kept everything to himself. He yeah. didn't create... And instead, of, and instead of seeking out other beings similar to, to him where he could... Have, where he could help or use their power to, to commence his plan. He, he just made, made children. Yeah. He was billions, trying to be a God himself. Billions of children. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to be a God. Okay. For sure. But like there, the connection of not mentioning any little pieces of this movie and other movies is where I'm having a hard time. Like, what do you mean? Like, I all this stuff was really new to me. Yeah, it's all brand new for everybody. I mean, and it's either in or you're not. It's kind of like what Boogie said with uh, Guardians. When Guardians came along, it was all brand new stuff. And I think the the cost of entry is a lot lower with Guardians. Yeah, because sure. everyone's being funny. It's it's light. Yeah. It's it's easy to it's easy to watch. It's more. It's fun. It's yeah. not two hours and forty minutes. Yeah. Right. That was the other thing is about three times while I was watching this movie, I thought, how is it not over yet? <laughs> how is it still going? I, I, it was way too long. And but just, maybe that's because I wasn't into it. Right. I was into it. I, I really enjoyed all of it. And I was amazed by like, I don't know if this is some deep seated prejudice in my own heart, but the dude who played Gilgamesh looks a lot like Benedict Wong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, yeah. that'd be wild if Benedict Wong this whole time was an eternal. <laughs> right. That would be wild. Because it's not like they tell people who they are. So it would have been great to have something like that. And maybe we still will. Like he could be like, yeah, that's my twin brother. Or you know, That would be fun. You know, something like that. And you, you've seen Spider-Man? No, not yet. Oh. oh then. Well, there's going to be a fun connection there for you. So, we'll leave that alone. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I'm I get s- I get all you're saying. I get everything you're saying, but yeah. Like it if I, you're not if you're not in, it's going to be a hard watch. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm you know, not going to give it another try or you know, I'll definitely give it another shot. I am But you know what? You know, all the things you said about it make it prime for Aaron to love it. That's true. <laughs> this will be his favorite um, one. <laughs> this is going to be his favorite one. He's going to be like, it's so long and boring and I love it. 
I wish he was. All it's missing to is us. a wave and a hanky and everybody fucking. <laughs> it's that close to being my favorite movie. <laughs> Guys, we need to do this for the. And podcast. that is a reference to the movie Perfume. For those of you who have not <laughs> seen that, that movie, and if you want to hear. Me, Shannon, and Angela, and Matt become wildly enraged at Aaron. Go back and listen to that episode. The perfume. Because he defends Absolutely. it tooth and nail Hard. while we excoriate his belief system. I still maintain it wouldn't have been a bad movie if it hadn't been, been taking that hard left turn. Right. Mm. Did you I watch know. anything else? Um, no, not really. I'm still uh, sleep watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, which is just delightful. Nine Nine makes me so happy. Oh man, I love the cold open in season one where he talks about the hula hooping. I know all the moves: hula-hoop. the pizza oh. toss, the whoopsie daisy. Holt might be my one of my favorite characters of anything. Oh, ever yeah. of all time he, he is delightful oh the the cold open tour they guess what holt would do if he ate a marshmallow <laughs> and, and uh boyle was right that was really funny that, i love the cold open where they all try to figure out why santiago's oh yeah, yeah yeah and holt comes in and he's like there was a long yeah. line at the bank hot damn <laughs> And he was right. I think that is one of the most used reaction gifs on Imager is Holt saying hot damn. <laughs> you know, I haven't even watched the whole series. I've only seen probably the first few seasons with Joe and then you watched the rest without me. So I haven't even finished it. You should get back on that train. Maybe I should. It's good. Maybe I should. Well, I want to talk about Dexter. Can I talk about Dexter? Are any of you going to watch yeah. it? Do any of you give a fuck? Can no. I spoil this for you? Spoil it. <laughs> Do it. I may or may not watch it, but whether you spoil Matt? it is not going to make any... Is. Can I spoil it for you? Sure. All right, spoil alert to listeners out there <laughs> who don't want to be spoiled on Dexter New Blood. All right. So, the season is about Dexter living his life in upstate New York. He's... You know, not killed anyone in 10 years. Then all of a sudden his son shows up on the same day he finally kills somebody. Henry? Harrison. Harry. Harrison. Yeah, That's right. Harrison shows up. Sorry, I was thinking the rookie. Had found him, right? Uh, they have this awful relationship because, you know, Dexter left him when He's he was three. Serial killer. Right. With some strange lady. Uh, there's a serial killer in the town that's been operating for 23 years. All these events are colliding, blah, 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 blah. Dexter finally tells Harrison what he is. Harrison, um, in the end, rejects him. Naturally. And, and Dexter puts him in a situation where basically he begs Harrison to kill him. And Harrison kills him. And Dexter is dead. What? So here's the deal, though. Dexter felt like Harrison was also damaged in the same way because of the way that, you know, Harrison was when he was a baby and Rita died and he was covered in blood, and it's very similar, right? Harrison has written 
to then reject that notion that he feels like he's just angry and not actually like a, a psychopath and that Dexter and his code are not going to be part of his life um, because there's too much goodness in Harrison. However, I think this mm-hmm. is going to be like Birdman, right? As soon as Harrison pulls that trigger. Well, you know, at the end of Birdman, when Michael King jumps out the window and kills himself, and then his daughter sees it, it, and then looks up in the air because that's like her mind breaks in the same way his does. And she becomes crazy too. Anyways, as soon as as Harrison pulls that trigger, I think, you know, that's when he's going to get a dark passenger. I think that's the moment he's going to become just like Dexter just for taking a life. And I think Michael C. Hall will be back, but he's going to act kind of like James Remar did in the original series. And then what uh, Jennifer Carpenter did in this series, he's going to be like the voice inside Harrison's head. Be his dark passenger, you know, his conscience. If they wanted to... If they wanted to keep the series going, it would certainly be the way to do it. It is a verifiable hit with Showtime. Their numbers are great. The creator of the show said, I will stop production on everything I'm doing to start working on the next season if Showtime asks. Wow. So probably we'll continue then. So the the creator, right, and the the showrunner uh, evidently has a plan to go forward. But I thought it was interesting. It's definitely a better ending for Dexter than what we were given in the original series. So they did fix that. Yeah, wrong. yeah. That first that first ending was just garbage. And but I couldn't really get on board with the reboot. They managed to worm in the most fucked up serial killer shown in the show so far. I think more fucked up than. Got any of them? <laughs> yeah, more fucked up than Trinity. Clancy Brown's character is so fucked up, and what he does to his victims is kind of bonkers, insane. Want me to spoil that too? Sure. Well, he's a truck driver who's been murdering runaway girls for twenty three years, Ugh. and he has who knows how many. Okay, so he's he's dug he's dug out and put shipping containers into the ground. All we see is maybe two end-to-end long of girls who are in these display cases as if they were dolls. So he kills girls, embalms them, and then keeps them basically in Barbie doll boxes with lights on them and everything underground. And we see that at the end of the, the, the tunnel, it goes left and right. And we don't ever get to go down there and see how many more women there are. Who knows? How many women there are. I'm so disgusted. Thank you for sharing. It's pretty that. disgusting. It's It was so messed up. Don't worry, Dexter kills him. Naturally. Wouldn't, he wouldn't be Dexter if he didn't. Right. It's the code. Hmm. It's the code. Well, I may, I may still give it a shot. I, I don't. I, I didn't really get very far in my rewatch of Dexter, the, sure. the original series. I started fading away with the Edward James Olmos season. 
Yeah. I um, like it though. So I, I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna, but on my rewatch, I, I liked those later seasons a lot more than I initially did. I had a lot less problems with them, especially with the introduction of Yvonne Strahovski. I thought that she was a good addition for Dexter. Um, is that the Hannah or whatever? Yeah, it's Hannah. Hmm. What about you, Matthew? If he couldn't, if he couldn't be with Rita, I didn't want him to be with any. Oh, Rita. <laughs> Rita. Rita was perfect for. Is Matthew back? She's too human for him, though. Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. Well, she was she was diligently working on making him more human, and it yeah. and it was working, and it, until Trinity killed her, Trinity hadn't. Been. Working is a is an interesting word. Um, I don't think it was working personally. I think he was feigning, which is one thing, and. In the end, if he had ever revealed himself to her, she would not have accepted him. No, she wouldn't have. So she was with him, but he was never with her. If that makes any sense. And I thought that Hannah was a good character for Dexter because he could reveal himself to her and he could be with her wholly as himself and not have to pretend. But anybody who is willing to accept him is... Not good. It's good. Not good. Is, how do you measure goodness, right? I mean, he's he's pure evil, who was used to and distilled to enact justice in a world without any. So, is Dexter good? I mean, that's a very existential question you could ask yourself. No, no, he's not. Does his does the services he perform make the is world Thanos a better place? good? Is Thanos good? I mean, there's definitely an argument that he is. However, Thanos killed good people, too. Dexter Dexter only erases mistakes. I don't know. (laughs) You know? I mean, it's it's a real tough spot that show puts you in. It's difficult. Anyway. I think Dexter is a lot more of a redeemable character than Walter White is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Certainly. You know? And Dexter's killed hundreds of people, so, I mean... I mean, Walter White is not a redeemable character. He he was in the beginning. He was a good guy. But as soon as he got that first taste of of power, he immediately devolved... Right, he immediately devolved into one of the worst human beings who's ever existed. Right, it's really irredeemable. Most like most, just like most people who obtain. I'm looking at you, Bezos. Big <laughs> shaped. So, Matt, you see anything good? Play anything good? Touch your wiener a lot? What happened? Um, none of those. No. Um. <laughs> I watched uh, the newest episode of Bubba Fett. Ooh, oh, yeah, let's so talk about that. Are you liking where have, it's going? Have you seen a shittier car chase than that ever? 
<laughs> Arch oh, the... I mean... I don't know. It, it is what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. A slow speed chase through the bazaar of... What's that? It's not Moss Isley. It's Moss... Espa. Espa. I don't know, man. It was laughably bad. Yeah, I think it was meant to be comedic, honestly. Because okay. the way that the driver's just like incompetent and all that. <clears throat> um, I like uh, where the show's going. Um, I think uh, it's cool that he's building up this like ragtag um, group of mercenaries or whatever you would call them. Yeah, um, I, I was, however, completely wrong about his army he has in the desert. Sadly, yeah. <laughs> that fell through. <laughs> but the the story of him getting revenge for them is probably going to be pretty great. Mm. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited for that. Why do you think they'd kill all the sand people, though, you know? Ugh. That it might have been because of him. I don't know. Well, it was definitely because of him, but I mean, why would the writers do it? Mm. Oh, the writers. Is, uh, it, is it too hard to enter that soundbite in for them going, ah, 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 ah. like, I don't know. It was nice to finally see a different side of them, you know? Yeah, I mean, I kind of figured that's what they were. Um, Fodder? No, I mean that they were actually people and not just clowns wearing weird suits and making weird right, noises. Right, but I mean they've never give, been given any sort of humanity or any sort of... Not anything, in anything uh, film-related. They touch on a little bit of it in some video games, but... Um, Comics, they, you know, they actually take masks off and stuff too, but I mean... I don't know. Right. Like, in my, I guess in the storyline in my mind is better than the one to me, that they put out there and that he had this secret army lying in wait at any point in time and he would call upon them and they would come help him. I mean, that would have been really cool, but I'm, I'm excited to see maybe he builds, like, I'm, he's building his own army, so maybe uh, maybe that'll be pretty redeeming as well. Maybe. I'll trust in Favreau. I'll trust that they're doing the right thing, right? Hell yeah. The car chase, though. Mm-hmm. Scooter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had these, you essentially got space hipsters <laughs> with space Vespas. And the whole concept of them was laughable. You know? Uh, yeah, I would have, uh, I would have been happier if they had just been like regular disgruntled young adults that didn't have any work available. Right. Instead of, the way they introduce them, they're like, oh, well, they're humans, but they have these cyborg implants and blah, 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 blah. And pristine-looking scooter speeders. I didn't have a problem with that, but... Well, everything else in Moss Espa is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It's run down. It looks dirty. Theirs look like they came out of the prequels. Well, they wash them a lot. 
You're probably not wrong. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the only part of the episode I had a problem with was the fucking speeder bike chase. It was so bad. It was so slow. <laughs> I mean, it was just so bad. It was cool to see a Rancor. I I like that part. Yeah, and he likes his little Rancor buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where that's going to go. Danny Trejo is going to see. I'm guessing I'm going to make a prediction that it's going to end up with a, a Wookiee getting eaten. The same Wookiee we've seen. I thought that after, you know, the Huts were like, "Fuck this dude, you can keep him, feed him to the rank or whatever." That 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 Wookiee would join Boba Fett. Maybe he still will. It's hard to say. Yeah. Even dope to have an awesome ass Wookiee on screen. Whatever. Maybe he'll be back. Maybe. Maybe. We don't want the same formula in Star Wars. Come on. Oh yeah, from all the Wookies we've seen. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Come on, show us a new creature. Um, speaking of which, did you guys catch the in the worst scene of the episode the callback to the Phantom Menace? No. Where she, the girl uh, person is on her Vespa or whatever, and she decides to go up the, the stairs yeah. and jump on him. Yeah, that's a callback to the the movie. I now never this asked. is pod racing scene. Gotcha. That girl's from Yellow Jackets too, by the way. Mm. She's fucking good on that show. Gotcha. Yeah, I yeah, I like the actors. Uh, I thought the like their fight scenes were decent as well. I I just wish they didn't. They were like, I've got a thick eye. It's all right to make fun of me for it. Yeah. <laughs> They, if you know the the Earth equivalent, they all have beards, flannel shirts, drinking craft beer, listening to their records. <laughs> they drive a ninety one k car. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. they're total hipsters. I like the twist. I do. I'm with Matt. Did you play any video games? Um, nothing new, but I would like to talk about. Um, I had mentioned last time about um shadow of war and they got they got aa run pretty excited and um i i was having fun when i played the first i don't know it was i think it was less than 10 hours but then i played another 20 some and the game got a lot better than the already like good it was um, there are, um, siege battles that are some of the coolest stuff I've ever done in video games. So I highly recommend it. Dope. Shadow of War. Yeah, there, uh, in Shadow of Mortar, I don't know if you guys have played or heard of the, uh, Batman Arkham series yeah. games, but. I played them all. Yeah, I kind of figured. Um, the combat is pretty similar to that, but um, you know, it's it's Middle Earth or whatever. But no, so um, they did exactly what Assassin's Creed did and just stole it. Say what now? The combat system. 
I mean, it's the same developers, so I guess they stole it from themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, you punch one guy and then you can counter another guy and you can do a backflip in midair position to punch somebody else. and Targeted button mashing. Yeah, and um, Shadow of uh, Mordor was... Maybe a little better. I mean, they had an explanation for being able to for being able to hit two people at once because they've got the spirit dude that comes out of your body and punches people. Um, it was still kind of kind of a little wonky. Um, I mean, there's just certain weird things that would happen, uh, and certain things that you could do that kind of didn't make as much sense. And uh, they fixed that for the most part in. Shadow of War, and it's badass. It's a really fun combat system. Oh. It's not that it wasn't fun before, it was just, like, kind of wonky, I guess. More enjoyable. Okay. I'm sure A.A. Ron would be happy to hear that. He'd better be. <laughs> I guess that just... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just say that's all I got. I was going to say, I guess that leaves just me, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'll start with um, something comedic. I watched yesterday this movie on Netflix called Palms. Uh, oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Palms? Palms. Like pom-poms. Like, like cheerleader. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I turned it on solely because um, it was just me and my mom, and I didn't want to just turn on something I guess I would like. I wanted to find something she would like. And she's like, let's watch Virgin River. And I was like, let's not. So we watched Palms instead. This stars <laughs> Diane Keaton. Um, it's got some other people in here. Uh, I actually heard Virgin River is quite good. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I've seen, what, season one, season two. I cannot. I started season three. We haven't ever finished it. That's how exciting it was. But this movie's cute. It's about uh, Diane Keaton's character. She's dying of cancer and she doesn't want anyone to know she's dying. She moves into a retirement community and starts a club of cheerleading because before she dies she wants to accomplish that. She, she, ne she wanted to be a cheerleader. She never got the opportunity. And she befriends all these older ladies and gives them confidence to be cheerleaders. I was sobbing. Old girls with cheerleading. She, she yeah. was literally ugly crying at the end of this fucking movie, and I didn't get it because I only saw the last five minutes. I don't. I think it just had a personal connection for me for having you know a grandmother who was there and made a difference in my life, and the fact that she. I'm gonna ruin this for everybody. If you're going to watch this, I'm so sorry. Spoiler alert. But she dies because she's dying of cancer. And it's just, I guess it just really hit me. Like, I knew it was happening. But the fact that all these women were different people because of one thing that she did. She just made a change. Huh. It was just a moving, quick film. It was only an hour and 30 minutes, so. It was a quick watch. It was cute. I recommend it if you needed something to watch, but so sorry I ruined it for you. Not like you didn't know she was going to die, though. She was dying of cancer. 
So, yeah. I'm not crying. I swear. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> uh, I also want. I'm crying. Uh, you are. <laughs> well, with like quick cutting audience in here. and everything. It just. You don't have to justify okay. it. You can just say okay. it was sad Keep and going. you cried. Jeez, oh, Pete's. I watched on Disney Plus. I started watching something called Storm Rising. Oh, more of your bullshit uh, Nat Geo docs. Whatever. I like. I'm kidding. The they look fun. Stuff. Although the hurricane, the, the hurricane people. Yes. Talk about fake fucking drama. Yeah, I. It's hard to get into this show personally. This is. It's called Storm Rising. He's a storm chaser. Well, with he's got a buddy. There are two male people, but this dude's got a mouth, man. Like anytime he sees a hurricane, he's like, "Woo!" and he's like screaming at the top of his lungs on screen. And I'm like, "Mute, mute," because you don't want to hear him screaming. Like, "Woohoo!" There's a tornado. Big. It's deal. it's such feigned fucking excitement too, because hurricanes move slow as shit. It's not like you didn't. Know what's coming. <laughs> like, oh, it's not the hurricanes where he's screaming. It's the tornadoes. Oh, okay. Because they will then, see like, a tornado come down, and they race to get in front of it to put their sensor thing down, kind of like in uh, Twister. Like in Twister. And they have to then plant their car and sit through the tornado sometimes. And yeah. They die. Well, Those first episodes were pretty cool. We're, I'm watching the episodes of them sitting through hurricanes. It seems pretty boring. Yeah. But I, I saw you watching something, and they're in this hotel room, and a guy pulls their fast food bag out of like the trash and eats half of a fry and goes that's breakfast today but you know it's what we got to do i was like you're fucking lying <laughs> the hotel actually okayed for them to stay in one of their rooms no 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 no, no shannon evacuated everyone and nothing's open they have a whole fucking camera crew there's no way that right. one guy ate There's half of one fry and everyone was cool with it. I get that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's so fake and stupid. And yes. I don't know why <laughs> it was necessary, but okay, dude. I ate half a fry. I'm good for seven days. We'll be all right. Like, oh, gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just something kind of there that I'm watching. Anyways. And then I started watching on HBO Plus, John Max. Adams. What? HBO Max? Mm -hmm. Did I say plus? My bad. Uh, the show called John Adams that has... Uh, Paul Giamatti. Yep. And Laura Linney. I love him. And her. It's... Oh, it's... Goodness. How would I describe the show? It's... Because it's not like... Uh, Is Laura Linney Hamilton. Abigail? Yes. Interesting. I just finished episode one. I'm in episode two, and it's that's a good it's a good drama. It's a HBO show, so they really take it to that you know point to where you see what's happening, and it's not farcely happening. So there, it takes place in Boston. He's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. um, the first episode's talking about how there's British officers and the people there upset because they're getting taxed of course mm -hmm. and so they're attacking the british officers but they say that the british officers attack them and john adams has to defend the british officers well so what that's about is about the boston massacre yeah the soldiers shot and killed people in boston mm -hmm. right and the reason why he celebrated for defending them is because it's not what the king would want 
It's actually, yeah. They and did because showing... they believe, right? The virtues of America were that they believe that everyone deserves rights, that everyone deserves a fair trial, and it's something that well, they weren't being given because if you were caught smuggling during that time period, you were shipped to England for a trial. Yep. Because that it... are you going to get a fair trial in England? No. No. It didn't happen there. So I mean, it's it's a character piece by that. Uh, John Adams is a bit of a fuck ass though, so enjoy watching that happen. Well, I didn't know that this was produced by Tom Hanks, um, so that gave me a little bit of push to even start watching it. So I'm gonna watch it through. I'll let you know if how it is. Um, but I like watching historical pieces, nature pieces. I'm all about all that. So I'm gonna continue going with this. I'll probably you know join you and start watching it with you because like. I like this shit. And his son, John Quincy Adams, I think is a, a better man than he is. Okay. I would like to see a series about him, too. Awesome. Fucker. Well, he was the sixth president, and John Adams was only the second president. So six is better than two, obviously. Single, single term. No, I mean, I like Quincy Adams because he was the sixth president. Uh, the only president in history to ever... Leave the when he leaves the White House goes back into Congress and he served in the House of Representatives where he fought diligently for um, abolishing slavery and he was giving a very long, a passionate argument of why we shouldn't have slavery on the House floor and uh, had like a stroke and died. So he died trying to get slaves freed. Well, cool. Watch it with me, and let's see. He also how this defended uh, the slaves in the Amistad case and won their freedom. So, I mean, I mean, I don't okay, know. Okay, history buff. We got you. Whatever. Okay. We got you. But that's all I ended up watching this week. Yep, that's all I ended up watching this week as I talk right into the microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's an audio medium. You think you'd want people to hear you? Cue that extra. Anybody else got anything before I hit this <laughs> outro? Then here we are. Everything really wrapped up nicely. That's correct. Yep. Well, guys, tell us what you've been watching on Instagram. Yeah. You know, at Movie Dummies Podcast. Let us know what we should be watching. What's There's so there? much shit out there right now. It's hard to like. Dude, the boys are coming soon, right? I want to watch that new horror series that just came out on Netflix. It's like VHS 81 or something like that. Looks pretty good. 88. I have no idea. I'll let you guys know next week. But boys season three isn't until June. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was January. <laughs> Farts. So yeah. Toodles. Well, we'll be back. The boys and June. Ted Lasso at, at the same. <sighs> well, I think. No offense to the boys, I'll be watching Ted Lasso before the boys. I'll be watching the both. I'll be watching the both. <laughs> I'll have two screens going, and nobody can tell me what I can do with my life. That's All right, right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. All right. As always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. <laughs> what? This is an outrage. Ah. It's okay. We have to go. From Titty Kaka to Boston. <laughs> Kaka Titty? Chicago. <laughs> From Titty Kaka. This is the Movie Dummy signing out. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.